Hey, so. Hey, Lo, how's it going today? So good. Um, I'm excited to, uh, I feel like I always did that, but I'm just always excited to have a chat with Zoe. And um, is this the, is this, this is coming out the week after the Lo, the Zoe and Lo's boyfriend show came out? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> if you guys have not listened to that episode, please do. Cause it's so special. I feel like. I don't know. I just, that popped up in my mind. I mean, I have watched it. I, I watched it as soon as they had done it. And um, yeah, I mean, I loved it. It was really, <laughs> it was really sweet. And yeah. <laughs> it was so heartwarming for me just to, well, e-meet Eric Lowe's quantum man, but also just, you know, I witnessed this entire bridge of incidents. It was very special for me. I felt so uplifted like that entire day because I'm like, wow, I just, literally witnessed miracles and manifestations and all the magic and just like a beautiful outcome for you and all the work that you have done. I mean, I know that you share so much of it on the Lo and Zoe show, but we talk every single day. So it's like, I get, I get the behind the scenes of all the micro lessons, let's say Lo's learning and integrating in her life. So just to see like, of course, of course, this beautiful relationship has manifested and uh, so inspiring. Think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's cool to like watch stuff like that. I used to imagine, I always knew that like my partner would be someone that was not shy about doing some of the things that I do in terms of showing up online. Because I have a lot of girlfriends who are entrepreneurs and their partner or their husband or whoever like has zero interest in being seen online, which is totally okay. But I just always imagined being able to do things like that, like interview him or do some of these kinds of things with him or like film stupid reels where we're dancing and stuff like that. And he's like, so down for all of that. And, uh, I don't know. I, I love it, but yeah, it, it really is something that I'm just like, so grateful for. We just had a weekend together and it was just one of those, week- I mean, we, every single time we're together. There's like pieces that are just like, this is so good. But this last weekend in particular, um, I don't know there, it was just a very filled weekend. It had like great flow to it. One of our favorite things to do is just like create together. He works on board games. He builds these like incredible board games. And I obviously paint and we'll just like work together in the same, um, space. And that was almost something I feel like was like out of what I even imagined to be available because I was always like the artist in my relationships and in my connections. And I actually often attracted men that really weren't that way, which is kind of surprising, but anyways, yeah, it's just, um, it's just something I'm like very, very grateful for. And it's uh, wherever you guys are at, I guess on, uh, a journey of healing, whether that's in regards to love or money or your body or whatever, I know how like shitty it can be and how hard it can be. And especially I think if you've set the intention for that, the universe sends the lessons your way, you know, (laughs) like, and those lessons are not pretty. It's not like, oh, I healed. And like, you know, this, like, like, I think we have this idea that awakening or like just really coming into tune with yourself and healing the parts of yourself that are pervasive in our culture, especially around dating and stuff like that. Um, we have this idea that it's like this, you know, really noble, (laughs) like beautiful journey and it is beautiful, but it doesn't look beautiful when you're in it. And I don't know. I just, um, yeah, I guess it's just like, keep going because you just never know when that tipping point's going to be. And the universe is like, okay, you're ready now. 
here it is, you know, and we talk all the time about like, we've been together now for, um, a year and like three or four months in terms of when we started dating and it just gets like better and better. There's never been any sense of like, oh my God, imagine like, remember our honeymoon phase or whatever. It's just like more full, more fulfilling, more just like connectedness all the time. Um, so yeah, I, I share about it because I guess I feel like it's, it's not that common and we don't live together. We don't have children yet or anything like that. So I'm sure that, you know, there'll be more learning with all of that kind of stuff. But I do really believe that so much of what the world tells you about in terms of what is not available in the realm of money, in the realm of love, like it's bullshit. It's just that so few people are willing to really do the work and to also hold out for what it is that you want. I mean, I met him when I was 34, you know, it would have been a lot easier just to choose a less than relationship or something, a less fulfilling connection when I was younger and not had to like deal with all the parts of myself that didn't want to be alone or that was afraid and like all that stuff. So anyways, it just, it is worth it and it is available. Um, and yeah, I guess I talk about it a lot because it, it feels like, I don't know, for a long time, I almost didn't even believe that it could happen. I believed, but there was this part of me that was like, but what if you're just single forever? Cause you always have been and that's your whole identity and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I'm rambling, but yeah. <laughs> well, you're planting seeds for all of us low and myself too. And I feel <laughs> like also through witnessing your journey and, you know, all the support that you've provided me in, in healing of matters of the heart, let's say more specifically in like the last year, cause that's been like a focus is that I'm finally at this place where it's like, I know that God's source universe will provide like the right connections to me. It doesn't have to look a certain way. Like it doesn't have to be like the next person that comes in has to be my husband or anything. Like there's a detachment from all of that, but it's just like, I trust that God will always provide me with that vibrational match. And that every single person is a teacher. And like, I'm excited for mm -hmm. the future. I'm excited whenever that does happen. It's like, I trust the flow of the you know, the romantic connections, let's say in my life as being great revealers and great teachers and just being vessels for sources love to flow through to me. And I'm just willing and open. There's like an openness to it where I never had before. And I feel like a big part of that is just like witnessing your journey and like, you know, having having this beautiful relationship be made manifest for you and being able to see it, that and hear that and, and hear exactly like what you just shared of, you know, there was no like honeymoon faces over now. It's no, as you deepen in yourself, you will always be in either relationship with that person who's that vibrational match or like that vibrational match will come into your life if you're single and you're, you know, you're open to that. So it's just mm -hmm. so beautiful to hear about, to witness. And again, also just meet Eric, the vibrational match, the quantum king. <laughs> well, and it really wraps into what we want to talk about today, because what you just said there, Zoe, like you have this trust. And I think that that is such a powerful thing to step into. And I will say that's a really big thing that I have embodied that I, that I stepped into right before I met him and that I continuously, I mean, every time, because it's not like I don't have triggers. It's not like we don't get in arguments. We're so similar. We both are like defensive and stubborn. <laughs> Sometimes it's actually me. That's more of those things than him, but like that stuff all comes up and it's a, a regular practice. We don't have a lot of fights or anything, but I can feel when I'm wanting to exercise control over something and I feel like 
I just started to understand as I was meeting him that the only work to do was to continuously release whatever it was that I thought it should look like, or the ways in which I wanted to fight certain things or control certain things even now. And this has been like a continuous unfolding where I want to make something wrong. It's usually never really to do with him, but like things that he triggers from my past and whatever. And it's just this constant, like releasing control, releasing control, like coming back to a place of allowing like that. I would say that's all it's ever been. It's like, I met him and I knew that the relationship I wanted was already done. And I, it wasn't my job to try and figure out if it was this or the next person or someone 10 years from now, I've never even really like, I used to go to the quantum about the relationship that I wanted, but since meeting him, never, I've never like, I I go to the quantum about like our future home and our future life, but it's not, I'm not like imagining things I really want to happen with him at all. It's been like an acceptance that it is done. Whatever it is that I want is done. And it's been done for a really long time. And I have to just keep allowing. And in order to allow, I have to let go or regulate through the ways in which I desire to control like more and more and more, but that's what allows it to just get better and better and better. And in the, in the process, like I just feel myself softening so much, like just all the time. Um, and I think that that it's true about like any area of our lives and the place where I'm really working on doing this right now is money of like, I don't really desire to like go to the quantum and create money. Now I still believe that practice is hugely beneficial and like programming our bodies for the emotions associated with the reality that we desire. All of that is incredibly um, impactful. It's kind of like I've, I've decided that it's all done because I've been doing all of that. And now it's letting in now it's releasing now it's letting go. And it's allowing, 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 releasing, 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 like that's what this practice is. And so what we wanted to talk about today actually is the concept of letting go of control. And we started talking about this because before we got on, we were talking about things going on in Canada right now with wildfires. Some of them are really close to Zoe. Um, and just how like freaking crazy this world <laughs> has become and how easy it can be to just feel so bogged down in that. And I think for the two of us, both on like a global and on a personal level, we've just really over the last few years in particular, but I think even just over the last year, come more and more into just this understanding of like, it's a surrender. It's a surrender. It's an allowing, it's a letting go of anything that I want to fight because I saw how much trying to fight things in my life. Oh my gosh. Just made everything worse. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's the wrestling with what is again, that perpetuates the suffering. It's like whatever reality, reality is going to continue unfolding in front of you. And the more that you try to grasp onto what's unfolding and decide it should be different than what it is, Mm right? Trying to change it. And that all just exists in the own mind that creates thoughts, feelings, chemicals in the mind, the brain that perpetuate suffering, that perpetuate stress and anxiety and tension in the body. And it's in like really just catching these things moment to moment of recognizing, I don't have control over that. Okay. I'm going to let that go. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a moment to moment thing. But the more that you practice it, the more freedom you have, the more spaciousness you have, and the more that you just start to trust reality. Because what I found is like the more that I let go and surrender to what is, 
it's like the universe grants me magic and miracles in a in a greater way than ever before. And it's because I'm not trying to manipulate reality in front of me. I'm open to reality in front of me. And in that, I can see what's happening at a higher level, as in this is all unfolding in the highest good. Even if I my mind can't make sense of it, what I found from this place of openness and surrender is that's always the truth, is there's always learning. There's always wisdom that's integrating. There's always teachers. There's always you know, of course life is going to be uncomfortable, but what I found is that like triggers don't hit the same way. Triggers are more of like, there's an energy that's present. Okay. What can I do to support myself, to release this, to regulate my nervous system and then move forward, right? Release that and be free versus Mm -hmm. I'm feeling uncomfortable. I need the external reality to change in order for me to feel okay. Like exactly. outsource universe, you better line this thing up for me or else I'm not going to trust anymore. Well, then I'm the one who's suffering because I'm out here being like, I don't trust this world. And exactly. that's a dark place to be. Uh, I could talk about this like all day long because manifestation is about having your life look the way that you want to. But what you figure out pretty quickly, if you're in this, this world of like creating your reality, which obviously Zoe and I are big fans of and big believers in what you figure out pretty quickly is that so often we're trying to do it from a place of avoidance or scarcity or lack or just not feeling safe. We want to control because we don't feel safe, but the reality is we can't for the life of us control all circumstances so that we can just always be safe. What we can do is decide that within ourselves, we are safe no matter what. And that includes if you are going through bankruptcy, that includes if you're being kicked out of your apartment because you can't pay rent. That includes if the love of your life is leaving you, you get to decide that you are safe. And this is something you have to like program your, your nervous system and your body to even be able to do. But I think we're at a point where if we want to have any shred of you know, joy in this life. And there is mountains of joy available. We have to cultivate the ability to let go of how we think things should be and find safety internally, because it's just getting crazier by the month out there. And I, I believe that in terms of it all unfolding in the highest good, um, like we are at this point of, of consciousness revolution, if you will, or, or like the collective consciousness raising in a way where I, I think we're being forced to let go of control because even just four years ago, we, it was pretty easy to maintain a certain life, a certain lifestyle, a certain amount of money, a certain, you know, just things that allowed us to give us to, to hold on to this like false sense of identity and therefore false sense of safety. And then COVID happened and every, all the ways in which we distracted ourselves, all the things that we thought we were in terms of our job and in terms of our social life, all of that fell apart. So that was like number one. Right. Um, and since then it's just been this, like, which is constant unfolding of like aliens and fires and like horrible. I mean, now we're like, where I live is becoming a part of like the, the tornado alley or whatever, which like we never ever had tornadoes here. Now it's like pretty common. One went through my hometown last year, which is like wild to me. And it's just, you know, it's, it's just this constant, um, coming at us of things that I think are, are happening on a very spiritual level on a much bigger level. And I I have to take this perspective because otherwise it's too depressing, to be honest. Um, 
because it, it's causing us to have to let go of like things, you know, looking the way that we used to be able to make them look so that we could feel safe. Now it's like accepting that I'm never going to have control over any of that. And what I do, the only thing I have control over is my nervous system's ability to regulate no matter what's going on outside of me. And that is freedom. We're all talking about trying to find freedom. The reality is, is that you can have a billion dollars and be the opposite of free because now you're in so much fear about losing it or it's not enough or whatever. There really is only one kind of freedom and we're being pushed into it like never before. It is through relinquishing any sense of control and finding safety within. Yeah, exactly. And I think like there's different types of freedom, but the most important one is emotional freedom because that's where it all begins. Like if you want time location freedom, you want financial freedom, you know, it all starts within. You have to unlock freedom within yourself in order for the external reality to shift and change. And so often we're like, I want my my business to change in order for me to actually feel more safe and more free. But it's like, how can I unlock freedom in myself to that would then allow my business to feel more free, my my in my financial status, let's say, to feel more like financial freedom or my time and schedule to feel more free to me. All of that begins within. We've got to notice where we're actually the creators of our own suffering, where we're actually inhibiting our expansion, inhibiting our growth, inhibiting our own feelings. Like one thing I feel called to share this right now because I, uh, it's something that I recognized in myself in the last year is that so often if like a romantic connection didn't work out or it didn't go the way I wanted to, I would suppress my feelings. Even if I still had romantic feelings towards someone, if let's say it wasn't reciprocated, I would be like, nope, can't have those feelings. That's shameful, like shove them down. And I realized my heart just wants to feel and my heart just wants to express. It doesn't matter if that person is like on the other side of the world and they don't they don't notice me or like whatever else. It's like, I'm still allowed to like have my heart, um, my heart feel appreciation, my heart feel gratitude, my heart feel like affection towards that person. Like it's safe to just feel and give myself that freedom. And I mean, that unlocked a whole lot of things for me uh, in regards to, let's say, attracting more of the right people, the right teachers, the right reflections of that. But it was like, where am I actually causing myself emotional turmoil because I'm not letting myself be free or where am I deciding that my business needs to be different or my money needs to be different in order for me to actually feel feelings like spaciousness, safety, security, freedom in my entire body. Like we are the gatekeepers of all of that. We just have to go within and start conditioning the body. And I mean, that's something that we talk about in quantum creators, because no matter what you're creating in your life, whether it's like the love or the prosperity, like in your practice, like your quantum practice, start to condition the body to know what it feels like to be prosperous. Like what would that actually feel like in every cell of your being? What would it actually feel like to embody more love in every cell of your being? And in that practice, reality just starts to unfold with these miracles because you detach yourself from the outcome, from the external reality. You maintain security within and you condition yourself so that the universe is going to reflect that. It's going to be that mirror of prosperity, love, abundance, joy, whatever it is that you are creating consciously. Yeah. And I think like 
this is especially important, I think, to understand that it like we get into these belief systems that say that you're the creator of your reality. And obviously Zoe and I do believe in that, but that never meant that you had complete control over everything that ever happened to you. And there was a time that I totally believed that. Um, I remember before COVID happening, hearing about it and being like, well, that's not in my reality. <laughs> and then when it did become a part of my reality, I was like, there's no way I created this, like this, like righteousness, but even like, you know, having certain things happen that were unwanted and being like, well, how the heck did I create that? And it's kind of this, like, I've been re-listening to Tasha Silver's books. I listen to them like at least once or twice a year. She's got two books. One is called Outrageous Openness. The other is called It's Not Your Money. And she talks about the dangers and thinking that you create and control or, or manifest every single thing that comes into your world. And I think we have to let go of any notion of that idea and really start to understand or believe that like we, we are the creators of our realities, but this is a collective reality that is happening at the, the hands and at the attention and the observation of, you know, billions of, of creators. And there are things happening that are much bigger than us. And so I mean, the reality is, is that when you relinquish control, you become more powerful in terms of creating what you want than ever before. And I would say the biggest quantum leaps I've had in my life were every single time, consistently times when I got really clear on what I wanted. I felt into those emotions and I relinquished control completely about how I thought it should happen, when I thought it should happen, what I thought it should look like. And, you know, coming back to the, the relationship stuff. Um, when I met him, there was so much about my life, about where he was at in his life. And there has continued to be, that was not at all what I had thought it would look like. Right. I think we have this idea that we clean up everything about our lives. We get it just perfect. And then the perfect person comes in and that was not our experience at all. Neither one of us were where we wanted to be. Um, and now I see it as like the biggest blessing because I know that, like we met at some of the hardest times in both of our lives and we navigated that together and we know exactly what it's like to be stressed together. We know how to hold space for each other, so on and so forth. But it also taught me that a manifestation is always in its unfolding. And so the quantum relationship that I've always imagined for myself, it's still in the unfolding. I know that he is the man for it, but it doesn't mean that we're right this second living the life that I used to envision. And I think so many people cut themselves off of something that could be so incredible because they're judging it for what it looks like right now or where they're at within it right now, rather than continuing to hold the emotional experience that had them, that they wanted to create in the first place. Like I know that him and I are going to have the life that feels the way I always imagined it to feel there's so many ways in which it already does, but in terms of like where we're both at in our careers and the kind of freedom that we want to create and all that kind of thing, it's never looked like that. But if I had met him and been like, oh, well, he doesn't like, he's not this, or I'm not that at this moment, it must not be right. I would have missed out on the whole thing instead of letting go again of control and being like, well, I trust that if it's the, if it's meant to be, it will continuously evolve into that. And I think that could be applied to a business, a launch that you're doing, uh, uh, any kind of like manifestation or creation journey that you're on, it's, it's trusting the process, releasing control and not throwing your own judgment at it for what it looks like right this second. 
Yeah, because it's in those judgments and those decisions essentially in the present moment that you inhibit yourself from connection, from connection to another human, to connection to the divine, where you decide this isn't good enough. This isn't like what I need it to be. This isn't the feeling that I thought that I would feel. And it's like just just practicing, releasing that, catching yourself, bringing awareness to it, and then saying like, okay, well, that doesn't serve me. That thought, that that judgment does not serve me. Let me surrender that. And what you have left is openness and spaciousness in your energy. And what I found is that in the relinquishing of control, in the surrender, like let's say this is with like uh, a romantic interest or something. It's like, you don't just decide like in a one moment that this is like the one or not the one let's say it's like, okay, I'm, I'm learning from this person. I'm magnetized to this person at this space and time. They're teaching me something. This is like the vessel that source is choosing to flow through a certain particular lesson or experience to me right now. And I'm open to that unfolding. And it's in that open hearted energy again, that we receive miracles. And we also give the other human being the opportunity and the space to actually rise into their greatest potential because we're not boxing them in or containing them in our own minds to only show up one specific way. Exactly. That part is so huge. When we only see people or ourselves for that matter, as they currently are, as we currently are, there's no room for possibility in that. And I always think like you, I I've literally said to my boyfriend, like, I can't ever hold you small and expect you to be big. And the same is true about our relationship with ourselves. You cannot hold yourself small and judge yourself for where you're at and see yourself only through that perspective and expect anything to change. But the same is true about other people. We're so quick to be like, this person is this, and I'm not talking about my relationship at this point, but this person is this, and they did this, and they're not good enough for all these reasons. And like, well, they're never going to be anything other than, at least for you, they're never going to be anything other than, and this is, I think it's interesting because, you know, women break up with their boyfriend. And then three years later, he's getting married to somebody else. And with her, he's become, or I mean, this could be, the roles could be reversed, of course, but he's become super successful and he started a business and whatever. And there's this like anger from the woman who ended it being like, you know, he never tried with me. And it's like, well, maybe she has an energy field (laughs) that invites him into his highest potential. And around you, he could only be small, you know, and we don't take responsibility for that. And I think, um, where it comes down to, I'm not, I'm not saying you, you create every way in which every person in your life shows up, but I think if there's someone that is meant to be in your life, it is your job to continuously choose how you see them. And I think for me that it comes back to the surrender thing. I just have to surrender whatever opinion or perspective I have on someone or something, because what's left in letting go is love is bigness is potential is openness, right? And in openness, like all things are possible. Yeah. It's truly the best place to be. And it's Mm -hmm. like what I found through the journey of manifestation too. I mean, it's, it's evolved. It's a, it's a journey and you go through different phases and different levels and, and whatnot of it. But what I found is that actually in the place of surrender, I mean, I'll go to the quantum field. I practiced like embodying, feeling, emotionally conditioning myself for like greater love than ever before, greater freedom, greater prosperity, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, when I like surrender, like and when I have surrendered, just like the unfolding of my life, like, you know, I'm, I'm fully nomadic this year. 
right now at my parents' place um, visiting, and then I'll go off on a journey and I only have the next two months planned. And I have a big question mark in my life after a huge question mark. I have no idea, no idea. <laughs> Nothing's crystallized. And I'm not at that place where I can like make anything happen because I'm not making moves anymore that are against like full yeses for me. So it's like a previous version of myself probably would have been freaking out. Like, we don't know where we're going to be in two months. Like, we don't, we don't know what that's going to look like. And I'm like, well, can't wait to see what the universe reveals. Like, obviously there's spaciousness appearing there for a reason. And I am excited about it versus resisting that or deciding that that's not a good thing. And that's a problem that I don't have a plan, right? It's like fully surrendering the unfolding of my life. Um, and what I found is that the more and more that I surrender that, the more and more miracles and beauty and connections and just like synchronicities come in. And that's how I want to live my life because that's what makes life fulfilling to me. It's so good. It's so blissful, like to just be open and the work to get there is significant. You know, Zoe and I have both gone through like, I mean, for me, it was uh, the last two and a half years, emotionally at the hardest time of my life, hands down for a whole variety of reasons. And I was falling in love and like all the things too. It didn't mean that I didn't have things that I was really struggling with in other areas. Um, and so like getting to a place where I processed through all of that, the thing that allowed me to come back into the space of openness was deciding one situation at a time that I wasn't going to fight. Like I wasn't going to fight that. And, and this is again, a daily practice. I wasn't going to fight you know, what the money looks like right now. I wasn't going to fight what the economy looked like. I wasn't going to fight what new restrictions were in place when COVID was happening. That one I really fought um, <laughs> in Toronto. And like, it just never, I worked my body into this place where I was so programmed for fear, for resistance, for anxiety. And it's been a continuous practice to move myself on like a biological level back into a space where things like faith come easily to me. And actually, you know, we were talking about this topic before we got on and how, when it comes to now, like quantum creating your reality, what we're, we've both really gone with it is making it much more of an emotional intention. And it doesn't mean that we don't have specific things that we, like I'm visualizing my studio space where I get to create art and I'm very clear on how it feels and what it looks like. But it's more about the emotional experience of that chapter of my life. And I realized not that long ago that like, I really, all the emotion there was sort of missing, if you will, was this feeling of faith. And it's amazing how quickly, like you can start to reprogram your body. We did a a podcast episode about this not too long ago about really reprogramming the brain and body. And so I really started putting that into practice. And my only intention has been, I'm going to, I'm going to have faith. And when fear wants to come up and I want to control, I'm going to move back into like, it's all working out because that was the space from which I always manifested crazy things into my life. And I was thinking about it today. And I shared with Zoe, cause you were talking about how, you know, two months from now you have no idea. And you just keep coming back to like opening yourself up. And, um, I I've had like a good month and like lots of things happening. And I was starting to think about September and, and being like, you know, what am I doing in September? I don't have like a plan at all. And even like a month or two ago, that thought would have been fear-based. What am I doing in September? How am I going to like grow the business? How am I going to make enough money? How am I going to blah, blah, blah. And today when I thought about it, I thought, Ooh, what am I doing in September? And it was this 
like just this shift that was so subtle, but also worlds apart from where I was not very long ago, where it was like, I'm really excited to find out, you know, like I literally don't know how I'm making money in September and isn't that fun, <laughs> but I really had to practice coming to that place regulating my nervous system, dealing with the things as they've come up. And, you know, I know that that's been the same journey for you though. Yeah. And what that journey is for me, like in the simplicity of it is a deep embodiment of the idea that it just keeps getting better and better that I'm supported in, in my life. I'm supported in the unfolding of reality before me. And I trust that everything is working in my favor, like having that faith and having that start to activate and sponsor thoughts immediately in places where it could have be the opposite is like, I think it's just the, it's the result of the work of conditioning yourself to, to reframe like circumstances in your reality so that you believe that it is all unfolding in the highest good and in your favor and seeing that practicing gratitude upon that and just being open to seeing how things unfold. And like, for me, when we're talking about like surrender and like moving towards that place for me on a more practical level, it's recognizing when an emotion and energy is like arising through my body that that feels very perhaps constricting might feel like it's based in fear or scarcity or lack or something like that. Um, is I just like almost imagine myself harnessing that feeling, bringing awareness to it of like, this feels uncomfortable. I feel constriction in my chest right now. I don't know what this is, but literally God, please take this from me and show me how to move through this with grace and ease. And what I found is that oftentimes, like I can catch the energy before it starts to sponsor thoughts or perpetuate suffering in my own mind. And that's been a really beautiful gift because it's like recognizing this is just an energy, an emotion, as Dr. Joe would say, is, um, emotion is energy in in motion. So it's like, okay, something's arising to pass away. I am going to open myself consciously focus and intend that this gets released with ease, grace, that, you know, clarity and spaciousness on the other side and stuff that I might stuff that would come up, let's say that I used to suppress because it made me feel anxious or made my body feel stressed. I just breathe through it. I just allow it through. I regulate, you know, use tools if I need to, but it's just a freedom filled world because I no longer um, choose to not digest things. I I digest and process as things come up and show up versus I'm going to deal with that later. And then the body will of course be manifested if we don't come back to those things later. Yeah. Um, And I don't know, I feel like this conversation, there's so many people that aren't ready to have it because, I mean, I can remember just a few years ago, the idea of relinquishing control didn't interest me. Like, I mean, probably even a year ago, to be honest, like I was so, and and now I'm like, I don't want control over any of it. I it's, it's so funny because it sounds like I'm just surrendering everything to do with my life. And I'm not, I'm like, I know what I'm creating. I know what my intentions and my vision is. And I know that all of that's coming to be, but I'm finding peace in the unfolding by not trying to control any part of like how and when all of it comes about. And in that opening, I mean, I think that's why in the past, like, I mean, that's how I found like Mandela's. I just like really set an intention and I really opened myself. I let go of like thinking I knew how my business was supposed to move forward. And now I have this thing that feels more fulfilling to me 
like in different, it's fulfilling to me in different ways that I've ever experienced before that I'm like so freaking grateful for. But that was like me letting go of judging how I thought my life was supposed to look and being like universe, just show me, you know, and like coming across a, a video of somebody painting a Mandela and inside of 10 seconds being like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> um, anyways, but like, just, you know, an example and it, it's, I'm feeling really in this place right now where I just have a lot of faith and I feel like I've come back to myself. And again, it's a daily practice and I have thoughts that want to come up and be like, yeah, but what about this? And that's where the opportunity is. And I had like the best week and I was telling you guys about it at the beginning. I talked to Zoe about it and it wasn't just, you know, being with my boyfriend. It was that I was in this place where I just felt so present to the divine. Like I just felt so, I had like core sales coming in for this like painting course that I launched. And it wasn't even about that. It was like just everything, you know, it was just like, I painted and then I put it into a course and now people are signing up and this is so much freaking fun. And I'm hanging out with my boyfriend and I'm, it's not like a weekend where I'm making tens of thousands of dollars or anything like that. It was just, it's like all of that showed up in my decision to just have faith and be open. And so this conversation, you know, it's for those who are at a point where you're tired of trying to control. And I think again, we're all being forced into that place because life is becoming so unpredictable that you have to have some capacity to not let it get to you, to have a perspective on it. That's a little bit bigger than just sadness and, you know, like tragedy everywhere that you look and you have to start deciding how you're going to view it. And, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love this so much because like just what you're expressing is being in that state of being where you're just letting life live you instead of trying to control life. Like it's just yeah. like, okay, just let me be in this effortless flow. And it takes work to get there. It takes intent to get there. It takes like deciding that you're ready to give up control because you recognize on a deeper level what that's doing to your body and what that's doing to your life. But like when you get to that place and you have these moments or you have these days where you're just in effortlessness and you're witnessing the beauty of everything unfold for you, it's like, it's actually the easiest to live in this place. I thought it was easier to try to control. Um, and it's a journey again, to get to that place, but yeah. it's, it's easier when you're in that state of being where you're just letting life live you and you're in openness and surrender and essentially just in, in love. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, over the weekend on Friday night, my boyfriend was like, um, cause I, I have this, like, it's like a $50 course, but it's been selling a lot. And so like regularly there's sales for it coming in. And, um, he was like on Friday night as we were going about, he's like, so what do you like manifesting for by the time you wake up, how many sales do you want to have on your phone? And I was like, I don't, I don't have a goal about how many sales are coming in over the next eight hours. In fact, the idea of that puts me off entirely because I'm starting to really understand, like, it's not, it's completely irrelevant. And, and then like the next morning I woke up and I had this person with a very large audience reach out to me and she wanted to be an affiliate for my course, which happened just for me. And that morning she posted this YouTube video that I'd created. And so all throughout the day, like sales had been coming in, but not one came in overnight, but because I hadn't set that in goal, I didn't wake up disappointed. And now I'm like, okay, well, sales are like sort of slowing down from that. Do I want to reach out to other affiliates? Do I want to like look for ways to try and sell this? And what I keep coming back to is like, 
I want to let it be what it wants to be. And if I need, if I'm supposed to do something, I will be guided. I'm not going to have to like strategize a list of affiliates that I should go and message. Like I want it to be magical, you know? And if, I don't know, like, I guess it's just, I'm getting to a point where the idea of trying to control any of it does not interest me at all. If anything, I'm like, like, I don't want to, it takes the magic out of it, you know? Yeah. Oh, it's such a good place to get to. It really is. is. It reminds me of when we first started, like really focusing on releasing the how and training our brains to do that. Because what I found is like, when I, when I go to the place of trying to figure out the how now I recognize that control energy and I'm like, Ugh, I can't, yeah. I have no place there. Like yeah. I, I can't, I don't have that power to know. So I'm just going to let it go. But it's like, this is another level of that. It's just like, I don't know how it, life is going to unfold. I don't know how the day is going to unfold. So I'm just open. <laughs> it feels yeah. better to just be open. It feels so freaking good. And I'm so grateful to have had the couple of years that I've had and that I know you've mirrored so in many ways, because I know that nothing will ever have the impact on me that the last couple of years did and how hard that was. Like I'm free of anything ever getting to me in the way that that did. And it's not that life will just be easy all the time. It's that I will now always have the awareness and the capacity to choose peace of mind or to choose just allowing and surrender over fighting and force and trying to control. And that, when I talk about how hard the last two years were, it really wasn't about anything happening. It was the power that I gave to what was happening, right? Like, sure, things are, there's lots of things that have been really hard. Um, but the, I mean, when I look back, honestly, it was all here. There was lots of things in my environment that justified me not feeling good, but I still decided because of those things in my environment, I was going to let them have me not feel good. And that will just never happen again. I will never have something in my life happen where I give up my peace of mind and my happiness in favor of fighting what is, you know? And so I'm super freaking grateful because that feels like freedom to me. Like that can't be taken away. Yeah, completely. Uh, We hope, we hope this has inspired you guys to think differently. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love this conversation and I'm sure it'll be one we continue. And you know what, this is so much of like our last two curriculums, Imperfect and Prosperous and um, Divinity. And we even brought in like a whole module into quantum creators that really talked about starting to do this work. And I feel like there might even (laughs) in this conversation, I was thinking like, oh, we should maybe do a part two of that or something because this is such an important conversation, especially, I mean, it's important in within the realm of creating your life. So important. So on that note, I do want to just mention (laughs) that we do have a 50% off coupon code for you guys right now for our quantum creators course. And again, we bring a lot of this into that course, but it's like, it's empowering you to understand your creative power and how you're able to manifest on like a quantum physics level. But within also this conversation of like, just because you are infinitely powerful doesn't mean that you have control and that's actually where your power lies. Right. (laughs) So anyways, that's active for you guys right now. Code quantum gets you 50% off both the payment plan and the pay in full. We'll put all that down below for you guys. We also have a free masterclass called creator. If you want to check that out first, you can go ahead and do that as well. Love you guys. Bye. 
Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Lo and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.